Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm going to be chatting with my own homes. So in this episode, we're going to be talking all about Facebook groups. So my own homes is a social media strategist, influencer, wife, and mother to four sons. She launched her business socially polished while working her nine to five, balancing her family life with two sons and balancing her family life with two sons with developmental delays. My own business socially polished helps clients achieve success in their business by providing social media marketing strategies and assisting with the implementation process. As a marketing consultant, Holmes creates marketing plans to assist businesses in heightening visibility and increasing their profits. She now shares her insights and connections to help other mothers do just what she managed to do, start her own business and raise her family at the same time. So today I'm excited to chat with my own about networking in Facebook groups. This is a super popular topic and I'm totally on board with networking in Facebook groups because it is the way that I got a majority of my clients um, in the beginning of starting my business. So it's been a really great way for me to not only network, but also build my client list. So yeah, I'm excited to dive into this topic. Let's get into it. Hey, my own. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here and I cannot wait to chat more about um, networking and Facebook groups with you. So before we dive into the episode, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and just how you got started doing it all. Oh, hi, Jenny. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really super excited to talk with you. Uh, I am my own and my company is called Socially Polished. It's a social media marketing agency. And I work with small business owners, mostly women, to help them bring visibility to their brand so that we can help to encourage traffic to their website to get more uh, people to purchase their services or their products. Um, I started when I was in my nine to five. And while working my nine to five, I started my business on the side. And then I did that for about a year until I got to the point where I said I'm comfortable enough to leave financially, because <laughs> that's really what we all want to know, that we can sustain financially. And so then when I had enough clients and I was making, you know, the same amount of money consecutively, then I gave my notice to my nine to five. And in April, it will be a year that I've been gone. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Really exciting. So our journey is kind of similar. I did the exact same thing. I was still working in my nine to five and I started this on the side and, you know, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I can't take on any more clients because then I will never sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, even though I'm not making like the same amount that I'm making at my day job, I know that Mm -hmm. it's going to be possible if I get rid of this factor. So um, I did the same thing and I quit my job and then, you know, now I've been doing this for a year myself and we both have a marketing agency. So that's kind of cool too. I like to meet other people who have the same kind of field because most of the people I interview are like, you know, business coaches or graphic designers or things like that. They're not necessarily Mm -hmm. in the exact same field. So that's really, really cool. Um, So yeah, congrats on your upcoming one year anniversary. That's really exciting. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited. I'm super stoked. It came, it came quickly. 
Yeah, I know. My first year, I was like, whoa, this went by so, so fast. Because now I'm like a year and a couple months in. And it's just like, now I feel like, I felt like the first six months of my business, it wasn't wasted, but it was like, I was trying to figure out the ropes of being a full-time business owner. Because before I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to work on it after work. But then when I had all the time to dedicate it to it, it got a lot more difficult because <laughs> I had yeah. had more gaps to fill for time. Exactly. And then you get to see like what things are falling through the crack. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And then there were some days where I was like, I'm just going to watch like um, law and order all day. And then <laughs> obviously not productive and that's not making me money, but I had to get that self-discipline um, that I didn't need at a full-time job because I was in the office and at home, it's like you have all these dis- distractions. So definitely, definitely. Okay, so let's kind of dive into talking a little bit about Facebook groups. So like, what's the deal with them? Why are they important to bloggers and business owners? Like, what are they going to help us with? First of all, when I started out, all of my clients came from Facebook groups. So if that doesn't move anyone to jump into Facebook groups and to get networking, I don't know what will. But uh, Facebook groups are a great way, yes, to get to know people, but it's a great way to give information about your business to help other people who um, may be looking for your services. And so you can promote yourself and as well as knowing the pain points of your potential clients. So what kind of, like in my case, what kind of social media uh, pain points do people have? I noticed that people hate posting. They hate the engaging. The tedious task of social media is what they don't like. And then what can I do to like target those pain points? And then I come back with, hey, this is what I offer. So I can, you know, make my services gravitate towards what the people in the Facebook groups are looking for. And there's like thousands of Facebook groups for like different niches, different age groups, demographics. It's amazing. So if you can't find like a Facebook group in your area, then you can look for a Facebook group within your niche or a Facebook group for women or a Facebook group for men. It's just so many out there. It's a never ending. Like it's a a pool of potential clients. Yes. Yes. And I actually got most of my clients from Facebook groups when I first started as well. And a lot of people were like, well, how'd you do that? You know, like they thought it was some mythical thing that they couldn't actually get clients. I'm like, no, that's like the easiest way because people, yeah. they're not going to find you on Google when you're first starting out because your business doesn't have that clout yet. So it's probably not going to show up when someone searches social media marketing agency. Um, so you know, Facebook groups is a great way to get yourself out there for free and, you know, really just get in the sights of your ideal clients. Because like you said, there's a group for pretty much every niche out there. Um, I know I'm in so many Facebook groups, which I probably need to cut down on because, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's a lot and I'm not active in all of them because that would be impossible. But um, yeah, so kind of how do you go about picking the right Facebook groups and making sure you're not spending all of your time in those groups? So I have a spreadsheet that I use. So what I do, and I do this for clients as well. So what I do is I search for Facebook groups using keywords. So of course, it would be like social media or women entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs or small business owners. And then I'll take like the first five, right? Mm -hmm. And then, so you can't, like, they have, like, what they're about, but you never can tell, like, what the real feel of a group is until you're in it. Of course. I'll I'll ask to join the group, and then I'll just look at some of the posts that people are posting. Are they asked? First, I look for, 
Are they asking for the services that I'm giving, which is social media? And not just asking for someone to do the management, but are they asking questions regarding social media? So some people feel like you have to only look for posts when people are asking directly for a hire. Mm-hmm. But the truth is when you answer questions dealing within your niche, then that lets people know that you're knowledgeable about mm-hmm. what you do. And so then they're like, oh, well, and then they'll start to like look at you and then they might even reach out to you for a service that they might not have even been thinking about, you know, having someone do, but because you're answering their questions and you're so knowledgeable within it, then they're like, okay, let me reach out to her because she really knows what she's talking about. And so it makes them interested in you. Yeah, that's so true. And so then after I do that, then of course I'm like on my spreadsheet, the name of the group, then the link to the group, and then what kind of vibe they have. And then some groups, as you know, they have promotional days. Mm -hmm. So I also write the promotional days that they have because I don't want to miss out on free promo, you know? (laughs) So along with, you know, answering questions and engaging with people in the group, I also want to make sure that I'm hitting the promotional days. And so then sometimes I'm like, "Mm, this group is not too much for me or they're, they're being like too tough on what you can post. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you have like the post police. And so then I'm like, this, this group is not for me. And so I just, you know, leave the group, I take it off my list. And then I go on to the next one. For me personally, I try to stick with like my top five that I like. And those are the five that I engage in all the time. Okay. I might peek in one or two here and there that are not in my top five, but I stick with my top five. Because what happens is, I'm answering all the questions, I'm building relationships to now I'm getting clients and then people will start tagging you. Yes. You don't even have to do your own, you know, searching. People will tag you when they see someone looking for a social media manager or a graphic designer or a business coach, because now you have built a relationship and built a reputation within these groups from posting consistently that now others will tag you. Yes. Yes. And that's my favorite way. I mean, back in the day, of course, I used to have to go in and do my due diligence more often, but now I'm getting, you know, referrals to me and I'm getting people tagging me and saying, Hey, Jenny does this, you know, or Hey, um, so-and-so can help you with this versus me having to throw my own name out there. And of course this has turned into more referrals in my inbox and all that stuff without me even having to go and engage. And of course, I know I need to be getting out there again. Um, It's like one of those things, once you get busy with your clients, you kind of like forget about the engagement part because you are so busy doing engagement for other people. You're like, oh, I can't even like think about doing my own stuff anymore because it's just, you know, I have so many other things going on. But it's really important to stay active in those groups because, you know, even like if you decide in the future you want to transfer to more so digital products and services, you know, if you have a course on Pinterest and people want to know about Pinterest, you know, you want to make sure that they are on your email list or they, you know, look at your website and things like that. So you're not having to start from scratch with digital products because, you know, you can still target that same audience um, that you're targeting in Facebook groups just for do-it-yourself options versus you doing it for them. Exactly. And you know what I do to like make sure I'm staying up on being engaging in the groups is I, just like I do for my clients, I like set a schedule. Mm -hmm. So when I'm up in the morning, I get up earlier and that's like my me time. And so then I'll do, you know, work for clients. 
And then I'll say, okay, now here's my 30 minutes and I'll engage for myself. And then I do the same thing, turn around in the evening. I've finished my client work and now I'm sitting there and I might be reading or doing something. And then I set my alarm and say, okay, here's my 30 minutes to engage for myself. Yeah, I think it's important to build that time into your schedule um, because, you know, your business is still important too. And even though you're helping all these other people out, you can't just let your business fall to the wayside because, you know, even though you are getting those referrals in your inbox or, you know, directly on Facebook and things like that, you still need to be planting those seeds yourself as well. Exactly. And not only planting the seeds, but responding when people tag you. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people forget to do that. I'm like why? Like I know someone recently tagged someone that I know in a post and they like saying like, Oh, you know, um, Jenny is looking for a VA or something to help with her client load because she has a lot. And the person like tagged that person and the other person just never responded. And I was like, you're like missing out on work because they tagged you. And and the person like a few weeks ago was like, "I, I need work, you know, but it's like, well, maybe that's why you're not getting work because when someone tags you, you're not responding to it. Responding, exactly. Yeah, so it's really important to, you know, t- check up on your Facebook notifications because I know I know it's definitely overwhelming when you're in a lot of groups and you're getting a lot of notifications that may not even be um, tags or anything, but it's just really important to look in those because you could be missing out on some great opportunities. That's, that's exactly what I say too. Yeah, so, um, you know, when personally, when I'm looking in Facebook groups, I don't really have like a schedule. I just kind of like, I'm like, Oh, I have some free time. Let me go do it. So I will search like Pinterest or Instagram or social media in those groups and then answer all the questions that I can for the past few days. Of course, if it's like two weeks ago, I'm not going to come back on that post. Cause that's just, you know, that's stupid, but, um, I'll answer any questions. And, you know, if I have any links, I'll link to the, um, posts depending on the group's rules. Cause of course some of them are strict. Um, but that's just kind of the way I go about doing it. And it's definitely not the most efficient. Your way is definitely more efficient, but you know, I do have a little extra time when I'm not trying to do 3000 things at once. Um, I, and you know what? I'm so glad you said you don't do posts that are two weeks old. Yeah. Because for some reason lately, I've been seeing like when it's a post that I've commented on, and uh-huh. you get like dinged when it's a new comment. And I'm like, wait a minute, I don't remember commenting on this. And then I'll look and it's like something from like three months ago. And I'm like, why is someone commenting on something? That's not going to help anyone. Ago? Like it's old. Yeah, by, that, by that time, they probably already either decided they were going to hire someone and hired them or, you know, just said, okay, I'm going to do it myself. They probably exactly. are not going to be considering that person. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just like, mm, why are you wasting your time? Like you could be doing more um, valuable things with your time than that. that. That's exactly what I say. And another thing I try to do when I'm in the Facebook groups is I try to, uh, like when I am giving knowledge and then if I have some type of freebie or a blog post mm-hmm. about the question, I try to like drop the blog post or the freebie yes. so that I can somehow pull them into my list. Of yes, course. exactly. I do the you same. Know, so that you can like retarget them once they're on your email list. Yes. Or um, I'll say, you know, do you mind if I PM you? Because I don't like to PM people when they yeah. don't ask you to because becomes PM overload. (laughs) And I only know this because when I was hiring and I put it out there, it was like, Oh my God. um, I was like, Oh my gosh. I didn't know there were this many people that would respond. It's like overload. 
Oh my goodness. So I ask if they don't mind me to PM them. And then I try to like pull the conversation, like to be more one-on-one. Yeah. I do the same thing. I'm like, do you mind if I shoot you a PM? But a lot of people are just like, I'm going to PM you. I'm like, that's just kind of invasive. You know, like that's like adding someone to your email list without their consent, in my opinion. Exactly. Exactly. Like one of those things it's like, you need to ask because I've done the same thing when I was hiring because I've hired some subcontractors and stuff to help me because I've gotten to a point where it's like, oh my God, I cannot do all this stuff because I do virtual assistant stuff and social media. And I just like, Mm -hmm. I gave all the virtual assistant stuff to VAs so that I could focus on the more big picture items. But a lot of people were messaging me and I said, like, please don't message me unless like, (laughs) unless you ask and so many people were just like not asking and just like messaging me and I just like left their messages unread in my um you know in that weird folder that it goes to if they're not your friend because I'm like you're not you can't even follow the rules on this post I'm definitely not even gonna interview you like what's yes I had like so many on and then I had a form there was one where I put a form like here, click this link and then you fill out the form. So that will keep you from PMing me. But yeah. then it does not because people don't follow directions. Yeah, well it just helps <laughs> you weed out people easier because you don't wanna you don't want someone you don't want to hire someone to work for you and who can't even follow that one simple role before you even start working together. <laughs> exactly. But it, yeah, it's so annoying because yeah, I still have like 10 unread messages from when I was trying to hire someone because I was just like, I'm not even going to open these. Like you didn't follow the one simple rule I gave you. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of you know, opening this message. Exactly. Um, so I know there's a lot of groups out there that like they do have the paid promo day or, you know, that kind of thing. But during the rest of the days, they don't offer promos, of course, because, you know, I understand that. Um, my group, I have a Facebook group too, and it's kind of similar. Like I, I let people do promos on Friday and Thursday. So actually give them two days, but like they're not allowed to post it directly on the wall because I don't want it to become like a spam fest. And I don't really care if they send like a blog post in a comment or something like if that's helpful, that's fine. But like they can't be promoting their blog post directly on a wall, you know, things like that. Just very like simple rules that are, you know, Mm -hmm. just to keep my, my wall clean. Um, But in those groups that only do like one day of promo and some of them that are a little more strict, how do you go about, um, you know, communicating with potentials about your services? Uh, I think that's where the answering the questions comes into play. And then once I answer a question like about social media or scheduling or what scheduler do I use or what's the best time or a question about analytics, Mm -hmm. then I answer that. And then the person will, they might ask me about my services and I'll say, oh, that's when I'll ask, do you mind if I PM you? Yeah, Yeah. Or like I said, I try to like, if I can a lot, sometimes they don't mind if you put a blog post. So mm-hmm. like I'll share a blog post, like in my sharing, if there's something new that came out, like with Instagram or like when Instagram came out with stories, you know, or it was a big thing when Instagram did the, um, you don't have to push through with Hootsuite. <laughs> and so I made like a post like, oh my gosh, Instagram just saved my life and cut out so much like an hour out of my day. Yes. <laughs> so and then people were like, What? What is it? And then I was telling them. So it's like, okay, she's she is a social media manager and she's up on the know like early. Yeah. You know? So then they'll say, Oh my gosh, what is it? Da, da, da. And then I'll say, Oh, here. And then boom, I send my link or something like that. So I just try to stay like giving information and any way I can tie it into something of my own 
like getting them to my site or to like my own Facebook page talking mm -hmm. about it or a live or something I've done. That's what I try to do in a way that that's a way to promote myself, but without being like salesy. Yeah. Without being like, it. Hey, buy my services. This is yeah. Like yeah. here, I got a special for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, that's more authentic anyway. Cause when you're just like throwing yourself at the clients, like, you know, if they're not asking about it, and you're just throwing yourself without answering the question, you're just like, oh, I, I do social media. It makes, it kind of turns people off because they're like, well, you know, I didn't even ask about that, you know? So exactly over being promotional is a lot going to fare better for everyone in the long run because people don't want to be sold to 24 seven. I was in a group where there was a question like about Instagram of some sort mm -hmm. and I answered the question. And then after that, it was like, three more questions. And so I answered them because I'm like, this is not going to make or break me. Right. Yeah, of course. And so then after that, one of the ladies is like, can I PM you? Cause I have, you know, and I was like, sure. Then I told her, you know what, let's hop on a call. Mm -hmm. So I hopped on a call with her and she was asking me questions and I was answering them. And then she was like, you know what? Okay. How can I, so what she ended up doing was hiring me to train her team. Oh, wow. How to, yeah. And that was something that I was like, I had never, I was like, I don't know about training. Like, I just do it. Like, so then it made me say, okay, start to take note of what I do for Instagram. And so here I am just answering questions on what I know. Yeah. And it opened up this door. I was promoting myself without trying to promote. I'm just mm -hmm. being helpful and useful that the answers I was giving, let her know this is the person I want to hire. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. And that's something I do too. Like I always offer a free 15 or 20 minute consult with me before mm -hmm. anything. They can ask me any questions they want. You know, of course I'm going to tell them about my services, but I'm not going to be pushy about it. And I feel like that's fared so much better for me in the long run because, you know, most of those people do end up working with me. If they don't, at least, you know, they know that I'm genuine and I'm not just trying to sell to them 24 seven. But for the most part, it's worked out really well for me. And I haven't had to, you know, I haven't had a ton of people just wanting free advice. I mean, of course, there's been some that I've given free advice to because, you know, I want to keep my, I want to keep my business like known as a good company. And I don't want to mm -hmm. seem like I'm just trying to sell to people all the time. But I think it's just really helped me, you know, get those, a good word in because I'm still helping people without them having to commit to me, even if it's only like 15 minutes, but still, I think people appreciate that because a lot of people don't want to give free help. You know what? I saw that in a Facebook group, the question was posed, what do you, how do you feel about giving free advice? And I was like, I don't care because it doesn't make or break me no. Just because I answer how to do something. There's a thousand other things that you can, you need to do with social media. And then it's not even about what to do today. It's going to change. Just look at the Facebook algorithm. It's going <laughs> to change. It can change in the span of a minute. And so do you have the time to keep up with what's new coming out, what new apps they have, what, what new things can help you like boost your, you know, your views and your likes and whatnot. So me giving someone 15 minutes of my day to help them like with that little bit so that in two weeks or in a month, they'll say, Hey, I want to hire you, which has happened. Like mm -hmm. I've given advice. They didn't hire me right then, but then it got to the point where they, their business grew that now they need to take the social media aspect off of their plate. Exactly. So they come back to me. 
And I think a lot of people are doing themselves a disservice if they don't take that time, because I think that call is essential too. And even if that person does end up hiring you and you don't have that call, I think a lot of the times you can, it's harder to weed out the people who are going to be difficult clients. Yes. So (laughs) 15 to 20 minutes to talk about to them beforehand and they end up hiring, you feel better about it. Cause I feel like when I didn't do a call and not every time, but the times that I've had difficult clients, we didn't have a call beforehand. They just ended up hiring me and they ended up being, you know, nightmare clients. So having that like, you know, 20, 15, 20 minutes beforehand, even if they don't end up hiring you, at least, you know, who's going to be a good client, who's not just by that, you know, initial call. So I think it's really important. And a lot of people don't take that step. And I don't know why, because it's only 15 to 20 minutes of your day. Like you said, it's not like you're spending three hours with them and they don't hire you. Exactly. That's what I say too. Yeah. And it just kind of helps you weed out those people who aren't going to be a good fit instead of working with them and then, you know, dreading working on their projects every single day. Exactly. So yeah, um, let's dive into the three questions that I ask everyone that comes on the show. So what is it for you to be an entrepreneur and what is your favorite part about it? Uh, My favorite part is the freedom that I get. I can spend more time with, I have four sons. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, that was the main reason of me starting my own business was to have the freedom to be able to spend time with um, my children more especially I have a son who is on the spectrum. Okay. And so I have a lot of like appointments that I need to have with him. And so it gives me just time, more time with my children one-on-one uh-huh. as opposed to them being in like aftercare or something. Yeah. That and, makes what sense. and what it means to be an entrepreneur. Uh, I feel like it's freeing. I feel free. Yeah. Like some, you know, sometimes like you're your boss. So it's like, a catch 22 because you're your boss so everything falls on you yeah but at the same time you're your boss so like last week I was at social media marketing world and I let my clients know ahead of time hey I'm gonna be gone I'll you know schedule everything up but that week like I didn't really do any client work I like anything I had to do I had my assistant do exactly and it was, I felt so free and I saw so many people like pulling out their laptops and having to do work because they still were in their nine to five uh-huh. And I was just like, wow, like I really, I felt for them. Cause like, you can't get the whole, you know, the whole feel of the conference when you can't be there at 100%. Exactly. So. Yeah. No, I think that's really important. And you know, a lot of the time we are in that hustle phase when we're first starting. So we don't, you know, we do end up working all the time and mm-hmm. it's just because, you know, we're trying to make ends meet and make our business, you know, more known to people, but sometimes you just need to unplug, especially at a conference like that, because you're not going to soak in the information if you're worrying about doing your client work that night. Exactly. So yeah, no, that's great. I'm jealous that you went. I really want to go next year, but it's so expensive. So I was like, I can't do this. But um, yeah, I know they have like a volunteer. um, Mm -hmm. So I want to do that next year because I'm like, I don't need to go to every single session ever. Like, yeah, I was a volunteer this year. Okay, cool. Yeah. How mm-hmm. was it? Uh, it's a lot, but the sessions, the sessions that you cannot make, you know, they give you the videos. After. Okay. So it's not so, even a big deal. It's not like you missed it and then you never exactly. got Yeah. And I had breaks in between, like it depends on your schedule. But for me, like one day I had the whole afternoon and another day I had a big gap in midday. And so I got to go to like see Jasmine Starr, who I really, wow, really that's wanted cool. to see. 
Yeah, and then Jen uh, Hardman, she had one too during my break time. Oh, so cool. yeah, yeah, I hope to try and be a volunteer next year because I know I have flight points and I can definitely have enough points for a hotel. But it was just like the ticket was really expensive if you're not yeah. a volunteer. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, maybe I'll get the virtual one. And I was like, no, like that's so that's still really expensive for just being at home. Yeah, <laughs> might as well go in person. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah cool um so what is your favorite tool that you use within your business this can be like an organizational tool or a planner or digital or physical it doesn't matter just like one thing or multiple things that you really need like you couldn't live without okay I could not live without my my cell phone (laughs) 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 and because I I use it to schedule like when I schedule appointments like through acuity it syncs with my calendar oh yes so (laughs) <laughs> I use that for personal and for business, Yes, as well as, you know, for Instagram. And then I have so many apps on there cause I have an iPhone. Yeah. Um, so that's one. And I would also say at home, I have like this big dry erase board okay. and I put my goals on there. And then I usually do like two quarters at a time and I give it like deadline dates. And so on the right side is my, are my goals and on the left side are my husband's goals. And then I love to see like when we're checking them off so you can see like how far you've come versus like where you've been. Yeah. I think that's a good idea to have like a big jar erase board. That's always like staring in the face. Cause I write down my goals, but if it's not always staring at me in the face, not that I'm not going to be motivated to do it, but it's not as like, it's not, it's more so in the back of my mind than the front of my mind. Cause I'm not seeing it all the time. So I think like having them posted somewhere where you can see them every day is really motivating to get them done. It's right above my bed. Yeah. No, see, that's good. I see it all <laughs> yeah, the time. I, yeah, I cannot, like, I turn, because my I have, like, a small desk in my bedroom, so I turn, and then boom, it's right there, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I gotta do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's scary, but at the same time, it's motivating to be like, okay, like, I still need to get this done, and here's my deadline, so let's do exactly. it. Exactly. I actually do the same thing. I set, set, like, hard deadlines and self-imposed deadlines on myself. It's so funny. Last week on the podcast, um or I guess yesterday, actually, it um, aired. And I said, like, hey, I'm launching this, you know, program coming up, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, I announced it on the podcast. I've got to get it done. Like, it's not finished, but it needs to be done by next week because I told them <laughs> to get it done. And I'm not going to go back on my word. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I was like, man, I need to do that, though. Otherwise, I can just, like, oh, you know, I just email my list. I can put it off, you know, but I actually like physically put it out into the world like that other than just to my list. I was like, okay, it needs to happen. Um, and I just needed that extra push to like get things done. Now I'm like scrambling to get things done because I'm also moving next week, but you know, what can you do? Uh, I need that deadline. Otherwise I'd be like, oh, it's not coming out until freaking June because I was just put it off. So yeah. Exactly. Um, and then lastly, who is your go-to business resource? Like the person that really inspires you and you feel like they always have like, you know, the answers to your problems or you just feel like they're just really, um, inspirational and something you just kind of look up to in business. Oh, that's so hard. Um, because it's, I don't feel like it's just one person, especially, you know, being in social media, there's more than one person. Of course. So like, of course, I look to social media examiner for like all yeah. the new updates on what's going on. Yeah, they have a I lot. Love, I love Mari Smith for everything Facebook. Okay. Um, for Instagram, it can be a toss up. 
So, but I love Jasmine Star, her aesthetic, the way her Instagram feed looks. Oh yeah, it's really pretty. So, um, and then as far as like marketing aspect, Julie Stoyan, I'm in her group. Okay. And so I go to her for like, oh my gosh, that's a great way to market. So like new ways to market or as far as building like my sales funnel, those Mm -hmm. kind of things. Okay. So, and then... I just, I read, (laughs) I just try to stay up with, I I read new books that come out dealing, whether it's in marketing or communicating, because I feel like with social media, the way you communicate is really important. Yeah. So, um, so I read a lot of books and then I like to read a lot of books just about, uh, being wealthy, not only, uh, monetarily, but like wealthy in your life as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we all want to be happy. And so yeah have that's you what i would say duffield thomas's book which money? one uh the money mindset one her first one i can't remember what it's called no but it's good she's the one that says get rich lucky b uh i think so yeah i think that's yeah one. yeah so i i started reading that on my flight and i really like that book. yeah it's a, it's a good one and you yeah know, just the way that she approaches everything is really like a real, it doesn't read like a boring money book. So, and I feel, I like, I like courses and books that give me actionable steps. Yes, yes, yes. Like ones. Yeah. Not just like, yeah, you need to do like things that you like. Yeah. Like literally here's part one, go do this and B go do this and C like that's, I found that's what I need in order to really soak up and attain what I'm reading or learning. Yes, yes, yes. And I feel like a lot of money books can be dry. So yes. yeah, hers is so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely continue reading that. Um, yeah. And then so tell everyone where we can find you on the internet. So your website, if you have like a Facebook group and like the channels you're most active on on social media. I'm, uh, you can find me. My website is socially-polish.com. You can find me on Facebook at Socially Polish. Of course, you can find me on Instagram, same place at Socially Polished. And uh, all, all my handles are Socially Polished. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll link everything in the show notes for people so they don't like try to type that in while driving because I know I always <laughs> while driving. So yeah, but yeah, it was so nice having you. And it was really great to talk about Facebook groups with someone who has had like a similar experience with them like I have because a lot of people don't use them to their full advantage. So I'm always yeah. I'm always pro Facebook groups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being a guest. Thank you so much. I had an awesome time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode 36. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Babes community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.